Welcome back to Escopio Radio Talks. My name is Ivy League and I know I'm not the usual guy you usually see, but today it's a twist because the fence is busy, you know, school, we have to pass. But today, I'm not by myself. I have a musician, a choreographer, an actor, yo, an editor, dancer, Shelton Forbes. I wasn't finished. It's not, I'm joking. I'm kidding. What's <laughs> no, going nigga? How you doing, bro? How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm you? actually chilling with a mogul. You're a mogul. My G. Because, yeah. like, you, you do a lot. You do a lot behind the scenes. You do yeah. a lot in front of the scenes. Yeah. Like, you're that bro. Thanks, If bro. anyone gets work done, yeah. you're that guy. Yeah. Like, I can't... I don't think... I think, I think if, 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 like, if there's anything I want to be remembered by, by is, I think... I think it would be one. It would be that the hardest working entertainer. Really? Yeah. Okay. So because like, look, being the greatest is subjective, man. True. You know, I, I might not like your music, but and then someone else is like crying to my stuff yeah. on a lonely night, you know. Yeah. But you can't deny hard work. Yeah. Because so like, as like as someone who would be your fan, I would never be disappointed. Thanks, my dog. Like you're always finding. So you know, like it's easy to to back a person. Who's always working? Like you know, like let's say you put out a song today. I can say, yeah, you put out a song. Exactly. Someone fights me in the street. They're like, ah, oh, but it's just one song. I'm like, oh, we put out another one. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? my dog. So then I'm like, this proper. I like, I love the way. Thanks so much, man. But Thank before so we talk about everything you've done, I want to know where we're going with everything. So I want to know at the end of everything, yeah. what's the goal? Because um, you have like a lot of companies yeah you know what i mean like i see you being a serious millionaire yeah you know what i mean because the income streams are too much i feel you so i just want to know what's the end goal um i think you said it um but but you know i I don't like getting so caught up in the word mogul because it's it's like such a nice name right it's like i'm a mogul but like you could literally nothing could be coming in and you have like all these different things and you call yourself a mogul so um definitely the end goal is definitely to have so many different companies that uh, which I already have that has like a crazy amount of like income, yeah. but I think the end goal is definitely to to have a huge um, hand in contributing to the South African entertainment industry, African entertainment industry. African, you know what I mean? Yeah, we um, whether it be music, whether it be TV, whether it be dance, uh, whether it be f- like photography, content, content. Because I mean, my shift was crazy from like being like the guy that wants to be on tv or whatever to like really being passionate about photography and videography and yeah. creating content yeah. um that shift for me had to happen very quickly and and i think we i comfortably transitioned into that so i think just having my hand and 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 and, and contributing massively to the industry holistically i think that's the end goal for me and i yeah. think if that's my end goal um up, it's up to the universe like how big it goes how I far see. it goes you know what I mean I, do, I mm. don't have this I don't have this ideal of like I want to be this mogul Yeah, because um, if, if that was my plan I think that that you can say that I'm I'm not far off like maybe in the next not. five years you know? but, like, but I do want to own one of the biggest record labels I do want to own yeah. one of the biggest production companies I, wanna, I do want to have the best music out yeah. want to be one of the best artists so it's like um, I think just contributing mm. and that that kind of gi- 
takes away my limit of oh what can you do and you can only do this i think yeah. if, if i have a mindset of just contributing no matter what i'm contributing i think that kind of leaves me at ease to, to be like okay today i want to make a song and i want to contribute that to the game today i want to do a tv sh- a whole tv show where i'm just behind the scenes and i want to contribute that to the game yeah. um and s- the list goes on so where, 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 where do you think like your creativity stems from is it the water from pretoria uh, <laughs> i won't lie pretoria nah, artists, I think they, they come I, with everything though <laughs> I watched I watched Tyler the, the creator's um interview on what was it uh on Ebro Hot 97 yeah, yeah right and so um I think w- growing up obviously I was I was deep into entertainment I, I I grew up like literally falling asleep to it's embarrassing I don't care if you guys judge me I don't give a damn <laughs> I grew up sleep up I grew up falling asleep in grade eight or this was like grade eight, grade nine, yeah. falling asleep to like Chris Brown's documentaries. Oh yeah. yeah. And not because not I'm like this mad fan and I just want to be like Chris Brown. No, yeah. I was just like intrigued by just everything that that like just the growth and like going from like being this kid discovered to now he's like the hardest artist to the girl screaming him sing on the biggest red. Now yeah. he's at the Grammys. Now it's like and for me the concept of like you just growing as a brand like this. You know, and like doing what you love doing. You're like a 16-year-old kid singing yeah. and, and you, you're doing that as a, as a career. Like growing up, that's that's what I watched and I, and I was inspired by it. And I was like, yo, this is like, I want to do this. You know, mm. even though I, was, I started dancing at, at like 13, um, it solidified when I saw Chris. I was like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to sing and dance and I want to I want to do all these different yeah. things, you know. And so fast forward like, 14 years later in the game um, I watched the interview of, of Tyler the Creator now where it stems from its inspirations from 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 You Got Served and, and yeah, Chris, watching Chris Brown and Usher and all those yeah. people trust me I did not watch Michael Jackson I know everybody's <laughs> story is like I watched Michael Jackson videos growing up no I didn't bro yeah. but I saw Chris and I saw Boys to Men and I saw like you know I watched those people growing yeah. up and so that for me was always inspiring and I, and and one of my biggest inspiration for creating TV or creating is Oprah actually you know really? what I mean because yeah because she she started out as a creator of her own show you know as you as yeah. as we know Oprah you know yeah. we didn't know Oprah being hired by Bam Bam Bam. Yeah. Now we started, we knew her from the Oprah show. Hershel. You feel what I mean? Yeah, so for you me, that was inspiring. It. And then it was also like the giving back while she had the show. She was giving yeah. back to charity. So those things was inspiring for me. So all those different elements growing up, yeah. that's what I saw and that's what resonated with me. Like I said, 14 years later, um, I think just what reminded me and re-inspired me about why, where my creation or creativity stems from is what Tyler said. It's like, you have to care. You oh. have to really care. Yeah. You know, about the game, about about TV. You have to care about a great presenter. You have to care about great acting. You have to care about great music. Yeah. You just have to care about the those art forms. Uh, yeah. And when you when you at the at the at, at, at its like most raw, rawest form, like care about those things, it'll never leave you. You'll always be able to even with the influences or the or the ideas that you've seen already, you'll always be able to reinvent and create new versions of what you've seen or what you were grew up seeing mm. because you're so in love with the raw form of a great song or watching a great TV show. Like I'm I'm directing an uh, entertainment show right now, and the first feeling I got. Was when I first watched V Entertainment. I hear you. And this was when I wasn't even a presenter. So oh. now when I'm watching my own show, I'm like, damn. That's I felt, is, I felt like I just watched V Entertainment. I even yeah. told my girl, like, I just felt like I just watched V Entertainment. And so if you can create and it makes you feel that way, yeah. then you're on the right path because 
how long they choose you how long they choose to love you will never be your decision yes you know that's what I mean true, so it's true. like you have to have to care and you have to create from that place so that's where my creativity stems from in a nutshell okay but then I know if you care sometimes like being a creative yeah. when you can't create it hurts like I, I, I don't I don't think you can't I don't think you, or you like, can't let me, let me put it to you this way like one thing about like a creative is they have to put out their ideas yeah like when you can't put out your ideas that's when like let's say no but we live in a generation where, where you can now yeah you know what I mean so what what do you mean by um, where you can't put out your ideas like, like in what way like um, you being like you like let's say um, let me give you an example Oprah has never missed fun fact she's never missed a day of her show like she's never showed up late that's dope. or sick that's dope. from beginning to end that's dope. so that's how you know she's genuinely loved 100%. what she was doing yeah. You know what I mean? So, I know like being a creative, it can get to a point where sometimes you can get in your own head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when you care so much, yeah. where you're like, "This isn't it." Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, do, I, I think, I think my my biggest my biggest um thing to that is like that's okay. Is it? That's okay. You know what I mean? For for an artist, that means you care, bro. Yeah. You know, if you stop doing that, you don't care no more. You're just going to put out whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, that is part of it, bro. It's like, yeah. me and my girl spoke yesterday and it's like, um, no, we actually said it to me now mm. when we're sitting down chowing. She's like, yo, dude, we work for ourselves and there's like repercussions to that. Yeah. There's like really good benefits, but there's also like really crappy ones where it's like, you're working 24 hours. And yeah. so you have to take the good and the bad. You can't take the sunshine and when the rain comes you want to cry dog yeah so I just want to know how do you you deal like how do you deal with it when the rain comes like when you go through it man like however I can't I can't really give you like a secret to to dealing with it Uh, I I can give if you ask me about a particular situation I can tell you but I think for the most part you have to go through it you know what I mean like and and it sounds simple but it, it means that you need to ask the right questions you need to reflect. You really need to spend time with yourself. You really need to ask yourself the hard questions. Oh, do you, you do you meditate? You, do you meditate? I do. I meditated this morning. Oh, I do try as much as I can, but yeah. um, when I'm in a good zone, I think I can do like five, five, five days a week. If oh. I'm like working out every day, yeah. um, which which is most of the time, yeah. I can do a five day a week like meditation. So it helps you like 100%. to think about everything, reflect on everything, and then Undeniably, decide. Then. Yeah. Cause like you you do a lot. That's why I'm like, especially when you care about a lot. Like whenever yeah. you do something, you have to do it to your utmost best. Yeah. Cause that's the type of personality you are. Yeah. I think that's a Virgo. I'm trait. a Virgo mind. Yeah, that's a it's Virgo, Virgo trait. Season right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's your Virgo trait. So I just want to know, like, in terms of balancing, how do you find the balance? To okay today, or do you when you focus on something, you focus mainly on that, or are you think about everything at the same time? Um. I have there's good and bad times. There's times where I'm like all over the place and I am overwhelmed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh damn. Basically, my answers are always going to be like that to you. It's like we're not perfect, bro. I hear so I'm not going to give you the answers of yeah, my G. So what I do is I wake up. No, I just want to know like da, da, da. no. Basically, yeah. what I'm saying is like there's times where, where it's dope. Where mm. I'm like there's times where I'll shoot something for like a week. I'm like this is all I'm focusing on. Yeah. And then there's times where I'm like shooting that and I want to also release a music video and I'm also having to shoot content on the side and I'm also like doing this interview and I'm also doing this campaign and I have to release. So yeah. um, sometimes it's out of your control mm. but I think for the most part what I am learning is like I'm getting better with time so what you need to kind of do is um, what I try to do is I try to focus on certain things at a time. So right now um, I think the last week I did it really well 
um, I have to finish this episode of Benny Afro. So now mm. I clocked out. I haven't released music, um, yeah. a, a video in like three weeks. Yeah. To a, three weeks and a half a month yeah. and that that's hard for me because my plan was to be like da, 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 yeah. in which I did really well for like a while and then I had to be like okay cool let me focus on this on this TV show for but now the show is done it's edited yeah. so now boom surprise surprise in the next few weeks we're about to get another sound, sound so we're gonna sound, get a new single exactly sorry right. but I'm digressing so <laughs> um, it, it it differs man sometimes mm. I'm overwhelmed because there's a lot of outside stuff that comes in and sometimes it's like there's the perfect situation to be like, okay, cool. I can control when I want to release music. Yeah. So now we're going to focus on the TV show. Right. So it, it really is about, like, it's, it's one one thing at a time. And I can't tell you I've found a perfect balance. But mm. what I can tell you is, um, like you said, the fact that I love it and the fact that I care yeah. makes it easier to, to deal with the overwhelming, like, factor of like doing so much you know you have to pick your struggles in life i think you know if if that's going to be my struggle being overwhelmed with like so much work and doing so much i'd rather pick that struggle as opposed to like being like you said creative blocked and not being able to release or not being inspired or going through Mm. rainy days i'd rather the overwhelmed overworked um type of factor which i'm not condoning but i'd rather have that problem because that i can deal with yeah that I, i know how to execute and 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 come deliver when I have to deliver. I love working under pressure because I'm see. a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> Yo, the cheesiest li- Drake is like the epitome of cheesy. That's that's what he made his career off of cheesy lines. Yeah, he has a don't lot of ever, don't don't. Yeah. He has a lot of cheesy. You just want to be like Kendrick. Me, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to Kendrick. I listen to Drake, dog. It's okay, corniness, dog. okay. Now I want to know your creative process, like when you write a song. Yeah. So, like, do you hear the beat first? Or do you write the verse first? Mm. Or, like, what happens? Or are you like, oh, it's a sample-based way. You're like, oh, I like that. And you know what I mean? Um, or is it feeling? Where you have yeah, to be in that it mood? Has, it has to be feeling. It has to be feeling. Because writing for me, um, it used to be very hard to write. Now writing yeah. is easy for me. I'm very, like, I can write very quickly if I'm, like, inspired and I take my time to, to warm up to the song. Yeah. So if I've listened to the beat for, like, a good... Sorry. Yeah. If I've listened to the beat like for a good like three weeks, um and I'm and I'm like one with it mm. and I feel the vibe and I know exactly like what the vibes are when I'm like even listening to it in the car and I'm like mumbling some notes or some flow. Mm. Um by the time I start writing, it it takes me like about thirty, forty five minutes to, to write the joint. So I try to spend time with the beats. Yeah. And um I don't try to rush into songs. Like people will send me beats, like I have I think I have like so many beats right now that I have to still jump on. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I like taking my time with music also. Yeah. So that's my process. I first sit with the beats for like a few days. Sometimes the beat hits me straight away and I'm like, I'm going today. I'm going to do it today. Yeah. You know, but um, for the most part, I take my time. And then I first mumble. I first mumble like ideas, mm. like melodies. I'll record that yeah. first and then I'll write according to that. Yeah. So I'll actually sit and write or sometimes like I said if I sit with the beat long enough I can actually be away from everybody and just sit with earphones and write finish the song okay. and then I go record it so it depends on the joint really Some I, I do prefer composing songs from scratch like a song Smoke I composed all the way from scratch and oh. I took that voice note to Weechi and he created it Crazy. Um, Pull Up Pull Up same thing I, I created yeah. Pull Up from scratch oh. I wanted to take an infusion of, of Kwaito and Chris Brown's Loyal mm. And I wanted to like put that together. But it's a vibe. You know what I mean? And the video is clean. The video is clean. Thank you so much. So it came out 
exactly like how I thought it. So I think that my my best songs I've ever created were songs from scratch. Butterfly, same thing. Butterfly yeah. was from scratch. Effect, butterfly, you know effect, what I mean? Yeah. So um, all those different all those different joints that I do from scratch are always my best songs. Mm-hmm. So I do prefer doing it from scratch, but. Everybody's schedules are crazy. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. No one can sit in a studio for three, four, five hours making mm. a joint. You know I what see, I mean? Because everyone is so busy. Yeah. While people that I'm working with at least are busy with like, my engineer is probably like right now mastering like five people's songs, you know? So it's like, yeah. I can't, he won't be able to be like, yeah, let's go bro, five hours. So that's my you. process really with music. But and it changes all the time, mm. I think. And I think the better you get and the more you, you do it, the easier it becomes. And then song naming. You have to explain. Uh, song naming, I always, I always go to like the out, ult- like the ultimate story. Yeah, because you know your most recent single, O One Five. Yeah, you from O One One. O One Two. O One Two. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, why does everyone think this is an area code, bro? Everyone thinks okay, O One Five is an area code. Because the song is talking do you, about. Do you guys listen to the joint? What does the yeah, joint talk about? Yeah, the song about? is talking about a girl, foreign, a foreign kind. No ways. Is you real? Is you for it? Oh, for it. I had for Don't it. Let no one make you feel like it can be me. Is it real? Can you afford it? Is right. it real? Can you afford it? Watch where you walk. Please don't step on my nights. Nikes, yeah. Pardon me, Mississippi Lights. All the crazy nights. Okay. 47 party on a Tuesday. Yeah. Back when I was on a doobie in mm-hmm. 2015. Yeah. So this is all 2015. What I'm telling you is what happened in 2015 at like my peak of presenting. Oh, you feel me? I hear. So you gotta look. You got. That's why I, I wish people can just sit and listen to my music. No, don't be like, oh yeah, I heard, I heard foreign girl. Bro, no, 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 I no, didn't no. Say nothing about a no, girl. No, sorry, it's girl. just when you what say foreign, I, I hear foreign. Oh, and then when you say good. city lights, can you see how the image of you. a place yeah. comes up? Yeah, because I'm a visual thinker. Yeah, of visual. So you listener. understand the lyrics. So that's what. That's only the part of me. Part of me miss city lights. All the crazy nights. Yeah. Forty seven party on a Tuesday. So forty seventh is a club in Durban. Yeah, where they used to have a, a party called Party on a Tuesday mm. back when I was on a doobie mm. Jameson was my favorite drink dance which is what I do different yeah. kind of vibe understand the parties back then are not yo man back then we used to <laughs> Dr. Tira would be sitting there Casper would be there AK would be there A1 Wolf is behind yeah. me WTF is there like that's how the game used to be everyone just used to be that was like the peak of hip hop yeah. so back when I was on a doobie different kind of vibe understand always got my way at first glance mm. was like I always got my way at first glance, no matter what it was. Because it was you that know? time, yeah. Um, I was going to wait for his glance. Wait till she see I can jive. Ooh. You know, not for the night. <laughs> never had to ask for the light. Puff, puff, pass, and we kite. So it's like double in tandem, like, never had to ask for the light. Like back then, people used to be like, you're on a blend, bro. Mm. You're on a, but at the same time, I never used to ask for the light because now I'm at least I'm in a position where I don't have to be like, yo, can you put me on? Or? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm already in my position. Mm. Um, puff, puff, pass, and we kite. A year, you know what I mean. Mm. So um, it's it's talks about 015 and like everything that went through. But like I said, you gotta listen to the joint joint. But it, so when people my... come to me and they're like, "Yo, bro, like I, I feel the joint. I love the video, bro. Like, what what is what does 015 mean?" I'm like, if you sit down and listen to that song maybe three times, you'll be like, "Oh damn, I went to party on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, I remember 47 Club. You know what I mean?" But Talks can you see how it sounds like describing a city? Yeah, I'm talking about Durban. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I said 015. What's happening in the 015? Oh, oh, I feel you. Yeah, right, I mean. no, so it's basically yeah, 015. Yeah, it's 015. Oh, 015. You just took out the 2. Yeah, exactly. Because right. it would have been calling it to be like 2015. So I was like, 015. Oh, but again, mm. every single time I make a, a, a name for my songs, I, I like 
having this conversation. Because if see. I gave you a plain and simple, we wouldn't. You wouldn't ask me. Yeah, and I yeah. wouldn't have to explain the lyrics, and then you wouldn't go listen to the joint after this. Exactly. So that's like the point. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like I, I try. Even there's a song called Langsane. Yeah. Um, that I dropped before that, and that just calls. So there's an English Scottish like on Christmas when no New Year's Eve when they say goodbye to like the previous year, they have this um song, they call it the Old Lang Syne. Mm. It's like saying goodbye to the past year. Yeah. So I took away the O, mm. and I just said goodbye to my past. So it's called Lang Syne. Okay. So when people are like, "What is Lang Syne?" <laughs> I'm like, "It's Lang Syne, dude." And this is what it means. So I have a chance to actually explain the thing. Yeah. And then when you listen to the song, you're like, "Okay." He's saying mm. he's talking about the past stuff like that, basically. Okay, then mm-hmm. now we have to go to mixtape. Okay, that one is actually a clear. Which I was one? gonna say new seasons, but it explains. Yeah, it's it's just like the it's transition a... from presenting to music. Yeah, know? that's why. I say and I think the hardest thing with that was the fact that, like, I think the hardest thing for my career is that, um, and it's not a bad thing because when you do stuff really well, and I do think I'm a fairly good presenter. Amazing. If you do stuff really well, yeah. it's hard to like shake it off because now mm. people are going to still see you as a presenter so for the longest time when 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 i was out of the light i used to look at it as like damn why why am i not like getting this or why am i not getting that yeah. but it was a blessing in disguise because people got a chance to see a different view. yeah they, they, yeah. they didn't see me so much so that when they see me it's like yo shots and f-. so the feeling is still dope like yeah. people do have that really crazy regard for me where it's like they res- they greet with respect they're actually mm. happy to see me it's like so it's dope they can't miss the face they know where I'm from they know me yeah. so the blessing is like okay they still know who I am but it's like you're not you're not the, the hottest kid on the block no more mm. and so when that was taken away I was worried but now it leaves gap for me to be able to be like drop a joint and people take me seriously yeah. and not be like oh yeah the Vuzu guy because half of the half people have let go of Vuzu yeah. and so if they can let go of Vuzu they let go of Oh, Shelton has evolved to music. Yeah. Vuzu is that era is done, so it was a blessing in disguise. So that's what what new season was really about. It was like just talking about just the new, the new, the new version of myself, which is crazy because I did music way before um, presenting. Really? Yeah, I was actually in burlesque in theater. I was singing as a, as oh, a theater singer in burlesque. In, yeah, yeah, I thought you, you know? meant as in because like uh, um, dropping music before presenting. No, I record. Yeah, well, well, actually, wait. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, wait. What did I? Yeah, actually, I had me not dropping, but I had a lot of music oh, recorded you? before presenting. So you like keep it to yourself. No, you no, no. It was I was people. actually doing house music before this. Man. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we can expect the number be on Hell no. <laughs> not now. No, 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 no. Not, not that I don't like the genre. I definitely yeah. want to do it, but I want to do something like I love what what Casper did with with that one of his. Uh, yeah, yo man like that's mm. like if I were to do a my piano song it'll be that okay, it'll be sure. either that or it'll be like um, picture like a, like a picture like a, like a John Legend on on, on my piano Ooh. like you know what I mean so mm. I want to do like a more soulful yeah cause you come nice through with the Sonics one so time, I wanted you know to ask like why don't you go for like you could seriously do a Travis Scotty because like this and this is like my answer and I thought about this answer yesterday but I didn't think you were going to ask me this yeah. um, R&B is a very important genre to me and so I feel like it's on the brink yeah. in South Africa yeah. I feel like I feel like we just need the right amount of pressure and then R&B will be regarded as yeah. the new genre which is ridiculous because it's been around for long but mm. R&B has not gotten its shine and so I'm like a I'm like an 
avid R&B fan, R&B mm. artist. And so for the longest time, it's easy for me to make a smoke. It's easy mm. for me to make a Travis Scott vibe yeah. because it's also easy for the listener. Yeah. It's not easy for the listener so, so to make. The, I can make whatever quality. Though. I've dropped. I was. I dropped like the biggest R and B song in 2014, which was Butterfly, and everyone knows that. People yeah. come to me till this day about Butterfly, but it still didn't hit the spot. Why? Well, it was Tawanda. Yes. Yeah. Why did it not hit the spot? Because it's R and B. Their ears are not like ready for. Every time I go to a radio station, they're like, "Yo, bro, your song is amazing." Do you think SA is ready for this sound though? You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the so <laughs> yeah. now now because uh, an Elaine did out. really well, yeah. um, a lot of dudes are like doing R and B. I'm like, okay, I think it's time for us to put the pressure. So until I think until R and B takes off, I I do not want to dabble in any other genre. I think it's waiting for your album though. I don't don't put that pressure on me, man. Like, Where's I'm, the I'm album? All you gotta do is drop the album. Look, we have we have uh, Ricky Tyler, yeah. who's doing really dope. Mm. We have Teho still. Teho just dropped amazing the music piece, now. Yeah. Um, that was beautiful. Like mm. I watched, I watched that video and I was like, God damn, Teho, thank you, bro. Yeah. Like you inspired me. Tell a man, well, tell a man is working most of the time, but um, <laughs> he's also really dope. Shakana, mm. wow, Shakana just dropped that amazing, beautiful song. Yeah. So there's a lot of amazing R&B artists in the country. I just think we need that pressure. The way, the way the, the, I love what hip hop guys are doing now. They're all coming back together again. Yeah. I love it, bro. Took like the minute. old and the new. Yeah. And so that's, that's my idea with R&B. I just can't wait for a Clyde to be like, okay, I need to go back to R&B. Yeah. Let me leave this Afro pop alone. I I need all these R and B artists to be like, let's all get together and make R and B joints. I see, you know I see. what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's so. For me, as as for as as much as I can jump to a hip hop, whatever, whatever. I think for as much as I can control it, I'm gonna stick to R and B because I want to pioneer it. As as I think I'm 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 one of one of the pioneers of it, like of our new generation. But at the same time, I I, I feel like. I can contribute to to putting that pressure yeah, if yeah, I yeah. stick to the genre. Yeah, Travis Scott vibe is easy to do. Mm. You know, You've done I mean? it, it's very yeah. easy to do. I've done a smoke. Yeah. I did a smoke, and smoke was amazing. Mm. And that was like a no brain. Brain, I wrote that in thirty minutes. So it's mm. not that I can't make that song or don't want to do it. I have a bigger like duty. There's a mission. R and B. There's a mission. You yeah, feel me? So, I hear you. And, yeah. and it's a harder one. Trust me, bro. Mm. Like if if I wasn't, I'm a piano artist. Like. Oh man, dog. I, 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 I might have missed that hit, but like I probably would have had a hit by now. If yeah. I was a, if I was like a hip hop hip hop like artist that was chasing like the like like the bangers, mm. I probably would like pull up was it was. was pull up was like pull up gives me the music it. video gives me excuse me miss five sorry you know what i mean because with the whole waiting the for the hype from, yeah. one of the homies from MTV came to me they're like yo bro we think you like the we think you like doing the Chris Brown thing. Like you doing the Chris, SA Chris Brown, which I, I love. I don't. Yeah. I'll never be like nah, nah. Don't say I'm Chris. <laughs> I love it, bro. But I'm just like even MTV was like, yo, we all watched it at the channel. We were like, yo, what is Shelton doing with this dancing scene thing? Yeah. You know. So it's like I know I know what I'm doing. The problem is just like it is. It's a gradual fight. But the moment R&B pops in this country, and I'm mm. not talking about R&B that once you take off, then you go to work and no, mm. I'm talking about R&B blowing South Africa. Yeah, like where it's we like have our scene. own identity, you know. Clubs that play R&B, you know what you I mean. Know, yeah. And R&B joins like ever R&B joins. I mm. think then then we'll be good. So mm. I have a mission to R&B. That's that's it. That's why yeah. I'm not doing other genres. Like I can jump, bro. I was, I was I'm in the DMs with Musa Keys. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like he's big. Yeah. You know what I mean. 
Um, he's Tonga, that, you know, Michael right? Jackson. That, Tonga, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's his joint. Like this guy just came off of that joint. I'm in the DMs. He's like, "Yo, come to Midrand. Let's go." I'm like, "All right, cool." But I'm, but I'm like, he's probably like, "This guy's not serious." But my thing is just like, I owe R&B. Yeah, yeah, like that that bit of support because once it blows up, then I can do anything else. It's mm. like Donald, bro. Mm. Donald is an R and B singer. I know Donald since like two thousand and nine, ten. Yeah. I used to be a backup dancer for Kola Tebza, yeah. and and uh, uh, Donald was the backup singer. So oh. we know each other since two thousand and six. Oh, y'all go eight, way, nine. way yeah. back. Yeah. So he's an R and B R and B singer, yeah. and then the fact that he blew up with House, then he had to stick with you know, that's so the only, I don't want to blow up with you know, something, and then you like, have to. Ah, what are you doing now, boy? You know what I mean? So, and I you know, essays like that, like you they really are. The fans, I, the fans are very strict exactly. on how you do the music. So that's what I love about Benny Efro. Actually, mm. he's a he's. I told you, he's like a bender of genres. He does different genres, and and once you blow up like that, you can you can become a Mikasa, you can become a Trezor, you yeah. can become a you know you can become a global star because everyone can listen to your music. Okay, feel what I mean. So I think mm. yeah, bro. I think I think that's the only reason why I'm not doing a Trevor's vibe. Okay, and then in terms of like features, because I've seen you very picky on your features. Yeah. You don't just feature anybody. I think I think it's not. It's just relationships, really. Oh yeah. You know because you must remember there's like a lot of work after the song. True. You know, if now mm. if Mina must run after you, boy, and then to, to push us when now we have to do the music video, you are crampy on the music, or you don't come, or you come late. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of things to take in, mm. you know. And then also, I want to do shows. What if I want to do like a really dope show at Joburg Theatre and launch the joint? Now you're telling me I must give you cash to come now perform. There's, but these yeah. things happen. They like, do. You, they look, do. you look at me like uh, I'm serious, man. No, like, I, I've, I've dealt with a lot of crazy things, <laughs> so it's like it has a lot to do with um, relationships for me. And I want to know that whoever I'm featuring is really going, going Who to understands, go. Like, yeah, they yeah. have to go like the extra mile for me because mm. I, I really invest like out of my own pocket. Even if it's my last coin, I invest everything into my music. Mm. Like if, if I'm like promoting a song, I'm really going in. If I have to shoot a video, if I have to do this, I really go in. Mm. So it's like, if I get you in a joint, I'm asking you to come and like support my career. I'm not asking you because um, I need your hype. Yeah. You know, it's like I think the eventually, song, think eventually music, I'm gonna yeah. be one of the biggest like artists out of Africa. I, yeah. I don't doubt that, but right now I need I need you to jump on because I really want you to support what I'm doing yeah. because I I love what you do and I think when you jump on the joint you might amplify it. Yeah. So um, oh shucks, um, you know what I mean? You might amplify it. So 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 I think that's that's the biggest thing. You know, I think features are very are very tricky for me because of relationships. I That's see. the only reason why. Apart from that, I I don't mind doing features. It just needs to be very organic. Organic, yeah. yeah. It has to mean something because uh, yeah. if the people they're not like there. I have, I have a very dope joint dropping really soon, and I have like a, a special feature because me and this girl has been like super super cool for like a very long time, mm. and um, yeah, I'm excited for you guys. Oh, so you're not gonna time. announce it here? We're not getting an exclusive. Nah, dog, like <laughs> I'll, I'll come and drop. I'll come here when the j- song drops. I'll do this my first like interview, and we'll talk about the joint. Right, you guys right. will tell me what you think about. I'm, it. I'm keen to hear oh, it. Yeah. I'm keen to but hear. But yeah, it. you know, so for features for me is like, I mean, me and me and her have been friends for like. Like six, five, six years now, mm. and we've we've been away. We have we've done maybe one song, and I was on our album. Mm. So it's like now she's this is the first song jumping on mine after six Full years circle. of being cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to. It has to be a genuine thing. And me asking her wasn't awkward. Yeah. It's just we didn't talk as much. But as soon as I asked her, she was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm sending it to you this weekend." Enthusiastically, because she also yeah. like, "I love the joint. Let's yeah. do it." It's not like the okay, sure. Let me talk to my people. Nah, man. 
hey dog what, what's going on you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's like I don't like energy like that also where it's like I have to, I feel like I'm and I'm it, it makes it look like I'm leeching off of your mm. your rain or your light I, that's not my vibe because I think I've been here for like 14 years bro mm. I've done a lot of like great stuff with my career so I, I'm not chasing anyone's light or trying to ride off anyone's like hype you know yeah. what I mean so when someone makes me feel that way I pull out I'm like I'm. it's a wrap mm. same thing I did with uh, Iconic with Charlton Forbes yeah in lockdown, I had this amazing online show. I was interviewing everyone, Toles Mo, SK Koza, Nomuzi, um, Matli, uh, Denise Zumba, like everyone was, Young Swiss, everyone. Mm. <clears throat> and I just had one interview and this person just made me feel like they're doing me a favor to do this live. Yeah. And I pulled the whole show yeah. because I was like, if I'm going to be made, fa- if I'm, they're going to make me feel like that, like for something that I want to do for the game, mm. I, I will not because I do it for the industry I don't yeah. I do not do these things for bro if I wanted to be selfish I can go lock myself in a room and just make music <laughs> and just do that yeah. you know what I mean and like, yeah. but I really believe in the holistic game and I think I need to contribute in a bigger way and so when the moment I feel like someone makes me feel like I'm owing the game something or I'm, I need their favors I'm like nah let me pull the plug here because I don't want to deal with another because that didn't make me feel good and the moment I don't feel good on my mental health is challenged because I'm doing something I yeah. walk away because it's an extra thing I'm doing it's not something that's like I'm not basing my life off of this project so yeah. it was just, it's just stuff like that for me so it's very relationship based bro I need to really feel good about stuff uh, yeah. to do it So yeah. and you've been like in the industry for a long time yeah since S- like 13 years old bro I'm sitting 30 this year so actually 17 years damn you see so I yeah. want to know like what was that moment where you're like alright I'm here now uh, I, I, well, think I, I think there was maybe moments but like can you recall one I think the one was Jeppy Girls uh, where a dance crew Cryptic mm. just one like when hip hop dancing was peak it was like 2005 mm. yeah yeah uh, we were like I owned Cryptic and then it was Clinch and it was Repertoires yeah. these were like the three biggest crews that in was, South Africa also what, there was one uh, no 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 they, there was no Freeze Frame was Freeze Frame and them came in 2009 Okay. Yeah, they oh no, they they, they, were they later. yeah okay. no, they they took over after that, but like yeah, we start so Clinch started. And I then don't after even lie, but I, I have to I have to be I have a confession. Like, you guys had so many people that us who didn't dance like that. I used to like lie and say, yeah, I'm in Clinch, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how cool you guys that, were, bro. I'm that, telling you right now, cool the dancers were. were like the superstars. Yeah, bro. dancers were the superstars. You know what I mean? So um. 2005, yeah, we so we started like the whole movement with like crews, and so I was a Jeppy Girls, and so Clinch was performing. These are the top three crews in Joburg. Mm. Clinch was performing, Repertoire's performing, Cryptic performing. Mm. So sharp, Clinch goes first. No, Repertoire's goes first. Mm. Okay. And then Clinch goes. So we were late. Yeah. We come, dog. Now I have a, I have a cast. I broke my arm in rugby. Uh, That's when I quit my rugby career. I started just focusing on dancing. Yeah. And I did the Harlem Shake, my G. Ish. I'm saying to you, like, there was like one tone of the scream. Just like, <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. This is it. The feeling, bro, like the look in people's eyes watching me do the Harlem Shake. And I don't know if it was a dope one or not. But yeah, it just, it, I'm saying me and my crew, we ripped that thing apart. And the screams, I was like, mm. nah, this is it. Mm. And even after the show, no one knew me, but after the show, people were just 
mosh like mobbing us yeah. like yo please do that move again that time we don't know what's going <laughs> on we're like yo people's parents are like yo cause this is like a girls it's like a Japanese like yeah. girls fashion yeah. show whatever yeah. like those so like not even a social it's like a fashion show where parents are sitting mm. bro people mobbed us afterwards like yo please do that move people were circling around us just to repeat the moves we were doing on stage and I was like alright cool I think I know what I'm doing yeah. and then I got my first paycheck Um, I think like even like a year after that I did a wimpy ad oh, and yeah. a lead and understand I'm like I'm a, there's like clinches there repertoires all the best dancers in the country are there and I got like the lead to open up and I mm. got like and I was I'm like what 14, 15 mm. and when I got that paycheck I'm on my way to the club bro on a Tuesday night club that's 14 bro uh, my first club I went to was 12 bro what? Yeah, I started partying. Who's letting you in? My it? brother used to take Good me. Man. Hey, he used to take me. I'm talking <laughs> about like, if you know, OGs know, like if you know Barcode, Moe's, these places in, in like Grant Avenue and Orange Grove. Like that's mm. where I grew up in Oldwood. Orange yeah. Grove, uh, Grant Avenue. So, um, yeah, bro, like I started partying at 12. So this one was nothing coming. I was so you, you're buying bottles at the, 12? Like, no, bro, not <laughs> even. Like it's being bought for us because we oh. were like, at this point we were chilling with like, yeah. the in them. This is yeah. like when Josie was like, peak so we were chilling mm. with these homies we weren't like buying bottles oh, but yeah. like anyway you making me you distract me so now we're on the way to the club dog on a Tuesday night I just said ting ting <laughs> you will never forget I stopped at the standard bank then bed for you and I look at this noti- notification I'm like <laughs> 15 years old my first paycheck proper one I was like, God damn, nah, this is what I'm doing. Because yeah. I love it and I'm getting paid like this. Yeah. Just one, one. Mm. Nah, it was a wrap. So in terms of like, do you still choreography? Um, do you still push that? Or no, I don't. If I someone do it approaches more, I do it you. More for my, for more for my own music. Okay. Yeah, so I push. Nah, you see the thing is like, choreography is like a whole other, other um, career path. And, and I respect choreographers because those people really like, that's their bread and butter. Mm. That's what they do every day, all day. So I'm not gonna because I can't do it. I'm not just not gonna go now. Go put that under my belt. Um, I think if a big artist comes to me, I'm gonna be like, Nah, let's do a song, bro. I'll I never choreograph for an artist. Maybe an awards. Or you could Maybe even if like an awards comes to me, or mm. like if if an idol comes to me and say, Yo, can you? T- I'll do it. Right. What about I'm like not for another artist? Or, what about like on Insta, like a tutorial on how to? Yeah, no, if you pay me, like if you pay me, because like <laughs> I was actually supposed to do it for 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 um for this one alcohol brand, mm. and then it fell through because of COVID, uh, lockdown see, restrictions smacked. But it was a nice check, and they wanted me to just like show some moves. But mm. it was corny. It was like corny, like one two step. Like what would your what would your, your uh. dance be to this drink? And um yeah, but it, I'll do stuff like that because yeah. okay, like so when brands come to you with stuff. If it's something you don't like, do you turn it down? Or? Yeah, bro. Like, me and my chick spoke about it yesterday, bro. I think I've turned down, like, close to, like, yeah, like, in the hundreds. You like? I think it's two campaigns that would have, like, flipped to that, and we, we turned it down because we don't smoke. Oh, it yeah. was two smoking brands. Yeah. Uh, and I think one was a drinking brand, and we turned it down. We're like, no, we don't drink, we don't smoke. Okay, so if it's meant for you... It no, I, yeah, of course, bro. Yeah. And also, like, I'm not going to go and, like, what am I going to do, bro? I'm going to now fake vape. I can't fake vape, dog. I can't... I can't <laughs> Stunt double, dude. No, Stunt you know what I mean? Double. But, nah, but not campaigns. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. It's you, bro. You and that bottle. <laughs> you and that vape. So, yeah, we've, I've turned down stuff like that, and, and I think it's it's liberating. Mm. It's liberating because when you know when you know how to say no, um, you know what to say yes to. Like in the beginning, was it easy to say no? Have you always been that dude? Or? Um, I don't know. 
I don't know. I was wild, man. Yeah. Until like 2017. Before that, I was wild. Like I, I would, I was just a yeah, let's go. Yeah. What are we doing tonight? Oh, let's go. Oh, what are we eating? Oh yeah, let's go. What are we drinking? Oh, let's go. So what are we smoking? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but then um, I think my life completely changed after like 2017 because I just took time out. Um, I took time away from the game. Like everyone was like, "Yo, Shelton fell apart." Like you know? I'm like, "Nah, I had to recollect because I came from like this high of like being like in the limelight for like a good two years, mm. you know, two and a half years actually, and we're just like, and no one prepared me for it because no one set me down and advised me, um, and so I needed to take a break from the industry just to get myself together and remind me like why I got into this thing, and so when I did that. Um, all those other different like principles because I mean I started drinking when I was 12 bro yeah. I'm not condoning it to no kids to drink when you're 12 mm. I, I started smoking weed when I was 13 you know what I mean so I've been doing that my whole life yeah, so. and so now this is like my first 2-3 years without like smoking drinking anything I see so then you came back with the vengeance. Um, you started new melody sessions yo you know when I know but you see when you when I came back it was like it was it was like you, you my, my everything is is in line, you know. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm responsible. I, I'm, I'm business wise. I work harder than I ever have mm. because I'm also like in the right mind state, you know. Um, I don't have a vice. Mm. Um, I don't have. I don't have things that like. I don't have distractions at all. Like right now, after this, we're gonna go shoot more stuff. Then I have to go edit Benny Effort tomorrow morning. I'm waking up at nine to go shoot Pop Pals. Mm. Then I have to go home and edit another thing like Sunday we editing getting ready for the then the week starts again so there's never a moment to get distracted you know what I mean see. so um, yeah me me, cha- me changing my lifestyle definitely came game. it's more vengeance yeah even when I run on a Saturday morning I'm like these niggas are sleeping yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. the game bro. Yeah. you know what I mean so I, t- I take very so much pleasure I see that. so how did you come up with the like the new melodies idea um, I was, I was, I was. Because I, I know you started with your performance. No, no, no. Actually, I started as a, started as a charity. Because, mm. um, I, like I told you, I just took time away from the game, mm. and I just started. Um, I wanted to do something that's gonna like give back, just make me feel better, yeah. you know, and just like at the same time inspire me. And so we started it as a platform for up and coming artists in partnership with Joburg Theatre's youth development yeah. side. And so that was like for the first three years, we're literally like free. You come in for free, you eat for free, you drink for free. It was crazy. I don't know what. Listen, bro. Today I'm like, <laughs> damn, bro. We're living, living, living a local. Bro. Oh, but like, um, yeah, it started like that. And I mean, Young Tyrant. Mm. You know, Young Tyrant, yeah, the rapper. Yeah. That was his like one of his first like big performances. And he's dope. He's um, dope. Yeah, like a lot of artists, bro. A lot of artists like started at New Melody. Yeah. It's crazy. Like especially a lot of some of the some of the new guys, especially started yeah. at New Melody. You know, and so. Um, we were responsible for like at least I was responsible for at least doing that for myself. Yeah. Um, I think watching and, and, and being around artists and watching them being so hungry just re-inspired me again and that's how New Melody started initially and then we're like alright cool um, I'm done feeding everybody now now it's well, time like, to for my own show and so yeah. I spoke to Joburg Theatre and they gave me a residency for a year mm. so I was performing there first month of first Thursday of every single month and I was selling tickets and I mean, most of the nights were good, man. I think we had one month where it was like bad, but most of the time we almost sold out, which was amazing. Mm. Um, and then the last one, I think we sold out, which was November, where we launched Pull Up and Fifi and Gigi went on stage with me in like one go, back, back to back. It was amazing. Um, and then, yeah, we lockdown hit. 
Yes. And we're supposed to do another another rendition of the residency. Yeah. But lockdown hit, and then I was like, "Ah, right, cool, let me do the music show." And then we turned it into a music show. So oh. this the music show is just like a next level, the next level oh, of the melody. And okay. it's been around for like what five, six years, five years now. I keep saying five, six years. I think it's five years now. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. So then now, when you see like these other artists, because. I've I've seen that like you know a lot I don't of artists. See, I'm joking. I see them. I see them. Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot of artists. So then, like, do you do you think do you help help them like like let's say as a new artist like let's say I come in and I don't have I'm too close to the mic and stuff yeah. like that. Do you give them advice? So that's what I was the, doing. Yeah. yeah. So I was literally teaching them how to literally run around, run back from back and forth from that side to that side, how to breathe, how to hold the mic. Cause a lot of rappers cover the mic like this when they rap so yeah. you have to this is actually where your song goes in yeah. so if you cover this you're gonna sound like this basically that's how it's gonna sound like people hear you yeah. so just little techniques like that um, mm. professionally mixing your music you know so people can hear you and also when someone does say yo come through and can I hear your song it's like people literally can hear your song and it's a good pr- representation so a lot of I was giving them a lot of those like things more than anything else so it was mm. the full thing we'd have like a three day rehearsal before yeah. the actual show yeah. so we'd rehearse lights I'll teach them about how to set up their lights for the show mm. um, how to how to start to finish how to plot how to transition mm. all those different things mm. um, so yeah that's what we used to do I still enjoy doing it but um, like I said, I'm focused on myself right now, so it's 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 not something. I don't even think I'll be able to take on a new melody like that now. Mm. It's a lot of work. We're doing that like every Thursday, and and I'm talking about like four days a, a, a week, every end of the month. It's a lot of work. So yeah, yeah. So who was who was like Niti? You were helping people. Mm. Who was that guy for you? Like, how did you actually start recording music? How did that no, actually start? No one. I won't lie Do you to remember you your first song? I'm curious. Yeah, it was. It went. The way that you move your body got my heart skipping a beat going wrong. It sounds upbeat, upbeat, like hella upbeat. Oh, house. house. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was corny, but um, <laughs> it was my first one. Yeah. And I think I even was in the shower the other day. I was like, yo, maybe I should remake that joint, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was my first joint. Like when um, you at a friend's house, your place. Yeah, yeah, I was at this one homie's house. Yeah. Um, and. He was just like, yo, that homie was just drinking and making beats, bro. And would record from like six until like four the next morning. Sleeping in the So I didn't understand that concept ever. I just enjoyed making the music. And then I realized, oh, damn, this is like a great work ethic when it comes to music. I was just like, oh, damn, I don't want to sleep. And let's have some black label and (laughs) let's record more house songs. And And I think that's how I also learned how to like record music. But... I did it with, we didn't have intentions of like putting anything out. Yeah. This is what, 2012? And then you put 13. Mm. And then I think I got presenting, and then I was like, okay, let's just go to what you really love, which yeah. is R&B. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. And then the acting? I know, acting was act, acting was accidental, man. Like, um, I always loved it, obviously. Yeah. But I was busy teaching, and then my agent just called me. She was like, yo, I sent your picture to Generations, and they'd like for you to play this one guy hey. that feeds Senzo drugs. I was like, all right, let's go, man. And then I went and then I fed Senzo drugs and boom, from there I did Scandal, then I did Rhythm City, then I did Shreds and Dreams and I did a movie in Cape Town like the same 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 month I booked Vuzu 
And then I just started like just hope and dream. Then I did Ring of Lies, and then I just did Hope Now for Moja Love. So yeah. the acting kind of just took its own thing. I never actively went into it. So every, how, ta- mm. every time I ever went for like an audition actively for acting, it always failed. It's always like that. Like I'm at home, I'm not in the mood, and boom, yo, yeah. can you come do this role? Yeah. Some auditions, I've some things I went for auditions for, like Ring of Lies. I went for audition. Mm. No, Shreds and Dreams. I went for audition, but everything else, it was like and the movie in Cape Town. Everything else was like, yo, dude. Can you come and do this role? Can you come and do this? So, yeah. How do you get in, like, into character? Because, like, let's say you have to be, like, a druggie now. Then they say next role, you have to be... I told you, me, I used to be a lit, so (laughs) it was easy. For real? Ah, it was easy. I was was just doing what I always do, and I'm like, you know? I didn't overthink it ever, really. Uh, And we had, like, this really dope acting teacher in 2011, 12. I used to run an agency in Ravonia and so I, I learned some acting there with her oh. but by default because I worked there mm. so there was just something called method acting and that's really just like connecting to like a real situation and then connecting to that situation in the in the in the, in the scene and oh. so it's easier to stay in character because, because you're, you're actually playing yeah. what you've gone through and so it's it's, it's a dangerous um, way of acting because that's how Heath Ledger the Batman guy committed suicide mm. Um, a lot of people have had to recover from crazy roles because that's their method of acting. They yeah. go into like a real place and they really go depressed or they really don't eat for like months or whatever. And then they have to play that character. And then you have to now unlearn. Like Will Smith literally lived in a public toilet yeah. for for pursuit of happiness. You feel what I mean? So it's yeah. like that's you really have to tap into that character to do it so for me it's like I'm glad that I did like a Rhythm City or like a mm. Generations which is like ah it's, it's Sophie's dog it's yeah, not like it's, a, you know, yeah, it's, it's not like some deep you know <laughs> ring yo I wouldn't come back I wouldn't come <laughs> back dog cause now it's crazy cause now I'm like when you have to get into character and those certain like you know certain movies want you to be hella sad I feel hella, you you know what I mean So look like, for me they always gave me like the bad boy also Oh. Like the guy that takes this guy's with chick, the or the guy that the guy that like yeah. gives us one drug, or the guy that like influences the girl to to mm. to not study at school. Like they always gave me those roles, and those were always easy to play because it's like not that I'm that guy, but I know how to like be like like I said a lit yeah. and just like have fun and not be too serious. Like they didn't ask me to be someone that I that I'm that I wasn't at that time. And I was young, and like I told you, I used to love partying. I used mm. to be like the instigator sometimes you know so were you the class cloud in high school yeah somewhat but I wasn't like that funny but I was definitely <laughs> loud I was corrupt um, I used to fight a lot though but uh. not 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 so much like the the, the character because mm. I cared I cared man I cared my parents were very like my dad was hectic so I didn't want to get into unnecessary trouble yeah, I've probably been to detention like three times Oh, that is a little. Yeah, it's little. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. that's like for silly things. Like I got this tattoo when I was 15. So I when like, I went to Highlands yeah. North Boys High, bro, like, yeah. hey, it's, hey, it's rough. You can't just, <laughs> back then, you can't just do what you want to do. So it's a boys school. Mm. So you can't have tattoos. Like I was also like a big like sports like mm. person in the school. So now you're walking with tattoos on the cricket pitch. Like it's bad. So they gave me like detention for that. Mm. But it was never like a corrupt thing that I did. I like see, the worst I, I ever did was like fight, which is normal. It's we boys. Yeah, boys gotta do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Boys gotta do what boys gotta do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then, in terms of like, mm-hmm. yo, sorry, this chair. In terms of the 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 industry and how you move, you're very independent. Mm-hmm. You're very based on 
how you you do your thing. Yeah. If someone comes, they come, but yeah. it's very yeah. independent. Yeah. So I want to know, like, what would you say? What advice would you give, like, to people who are trying to move like that? Yeah. Um. I think like when people don't invite you to the table, or when up. you know what I mean, like when people don't don't put you on, or if people are not like, um like you if you want to go hang out with this this crowd but it's just not working out all those different things like mm. take those as like signs that you got to rock alone you know why because it gives you a chance to sit back and actually see how the game works mm. how artists get screwed over how we people aren't really friends like mm. you learn when you sit back and you're like on the sideline still do you in on the side i'm like on the sideline in the game in your own part i always I look think. at myself like that like i'm on the sideline in the game mm. and so it gives me time to always see what people are doing who's doing this wrong always so i'm always able to analyze and like it's annoying because i always tell my girl i'm like i wish this guy would do this because if he did this then this would maneuver like this yeah. so what it does it in turn gives me chance to study people's mistakes and then do things differently for my way so it's it's really a blessing in disguise i think if that's my biggest advice for people that move independently is that first of all you're doing what you love doing so mm. i don't have to give you advice about that i think the most part yeah. is like take those as blessings when people don't rock with you or when people don't when they underestimate you or when you're not invited or when you're under the radar mm. it's like um you know it's like take that as a blessing and and study it instead so it's don't leave the game don't get depressed or leave the game and like discard what the game has to teach you like no really study the game watch me watch every music interview that you need to watch yeah. listen to every new song that comes out um if a new hip-hop song drops or if a new artist drops and there's a new artist in the game if if everyone is ranting about this new artist music video if if mt is screwed over by 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 um ambitious read like watch every interview of mm. why you have to because what it does is it just allows you to analyze the game from the side and so it makes you smarter you don't have to make the mistakes these people do you know what I mean because you have the luxury of not being distracted by 15 so, homies around you like yeah. nah dog nah. no yeah. you have your own your own voice that's like alright cool I'm quiet no one is rocking with me let me just sit on the side let me study it's not, and it's not a it's not a like a, like a uh, 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 what do we call it it's not a lonely thing. It's it's mm. a what is it? It's not solid. It's solitude. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like it's a solitude thing. Like when you when you so it's not lonely. It's just solitude. But and solitude is really just you. Um, it's you separating yourself from a crowd in order to kind of gather your thoughts or or spend more time internally internalizing everything. So I think that's the description of solitude. But I I read that like definition long ago. But that's pretty much what solitude is. It's like to spend time on your own to reflect and to 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 like better yourself internally mm. type of thing and just make decisions internally and so for me i take solitude as like as like a big blessing in life because um i've i've always had like friends around me you know i grew yeah. up with like a lot of friends i was in dance crews mm. I, as a presenter i was always around people at my house you know what Meeting i mean like people, yeah. dog scoop was sleeping on my couch for two weeks when i when i became and this was like, my idol so i always had people yeah. around me and this is like the first time in my career where I actually don't have like a lot of friends and it's good because I learned the game from every 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 angle. Mm. And so rocking independent is has nothing to do with your talent. If you're talented, you're talented, whether you're independent or not. Yeah, you're gonna you got you're gonna get to where you need to get to. Yeah. Um there's a lot around it. That's that's the science. It's like what are you doing when you're independent? 
Are you, are you learning the game? Or you, you have just to be like, a student. Or are you just feeling sorry for yourself in the corner? Yeah. You know what I mean? So use that independence as studying the game and like making the decisions that I study Justin Bieber's manager. Mm. So when I see, oh, okay, Justin is doing so many performances, he's dropping so many music videos, he's doing so many acoustics, he's doing so many shoots. Okay, cool. Let me take that, that business model. Now you have the freedom to do every single thing you look at even I think when I started dropping music videos I used to watch how Chris Brown and them used to write like oh, yeah. Chris Brown brackets music video uh, for, so I would do that so yeah. I would study that like then we'd look at like how they put their handle so you study the game holistically you watch TV shows you watch Radio Breakfast Club you watch Ebro in the morning you watch and you study the game because you have time and you have and you're alone so you, you mm. can do that and, and it, I think the independence is like the best thing that that, that could ever happen to any artist because mm. once you get it look at Nasty look yeah. at Aries yeah. look at Shane like yeah. you, these are young young phenoms bro yeah, living yeah. their dreams and they're millionaires off of their gifts yeah. and they're independent no one is telling them yeah. you know what I mean just, so yeah. um, that is the best position to ever be because you're a boss so if like a a label came to you would you just sign a distribution let's go. deal oh? let's go but yeah. I'm smart enough now Oh, yeah. To negotiate. Remember, I told you I walked away from. Yeah, the the. I can walk. I can walk away from a deal yeah. that makes me feel like I'm in prison because, yeah. um, I'm surviving without it, bro. So you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. there's, there's more. To, trust me, there's more to life than a music contract. Mm-hmm. And if you learn that, you're not gonna rush into anything. That's what I mean. That's what they all say about empty, right? They're like, oh no, what can you can't blame him. He comes from comes from this situation to that situation. It's like I get that, mm. and and rightfully so. And I'll never be hold that against him. But it's like if you know better, you do better. True, so true. he now he knows better. MT will so, never go through that again. He won't. He definitely so for me, won't. It's like like I told you. Yeah. I studied how everyone. Now I'm studying how everyone is going through it. Yeah. Why the hell would I go sign myself into something like that just when to you, get my song on radio? <laughs> no, bro. I but your song's it. already playing on but, radio. But, but, yeah. but, but what I'm saying to you is, is like if I'm like an up and coming kid. Yeah. Like no, why? Why am I doing that now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm. I need to study the game. And and if I'm gonna go do exactly what MT did, and after seeing what happened to me, it was a whole story in the country I'd be dumb bro mm. I deserve it they should do that to me they should no. rip me off they <laughs> should steal my money because I walked into it knowing the difference oh, but I'm thinking like if you if you like if you if you if you signing mm. sometimes like the hunger is real no but that's what I'm saying to you yeah. so if, if 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 you're willing to sell sell your soul um, yeah. for that then it's okay yeah. there's nothing wrong with it yeah um, but I, I just have never seen anybody in like a really dope position or if something really amazing happened to anybody that comes, that sells a deal because they're hungry. Yeah. Like there's nobody I can tell you right now that like, and, 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 and I'm not, and I'm talking about like, look at Trezor, bro. Mm. Trezor was a car guard. Now he's discovered the by Fifth Season and then by Benza and then now he's on Drake's album. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's amazing. Mm. But he was hungry but like the other end didn't take advantage yeah and so if you go to if you if you Trezor was fetched by that by that record label you know what I mean yeah. if you go into the record label and you're saying to them yo I'm, I'm ready to, for anything whatever then trust me there are people that's gonna take advantage of that and you're gonna get a salary yes. of 30,000 rand that's, that's how you're doing 10 shows a weekend you feel me yeah so um yeah bro you just look it's, it's situation to situation it's not like that for everybody but I, what I can tell you is I've never seen a situation where someone is like starving and a record label is like, oh, you're starving, let's go, kid. 
Mm. Nah, they're like, oh, uh, this one we just give him hundred thousand, he'll be fine, he'll do whatever, he'll dance for us. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, bro, I think, I think, I think, you know, if you're willing to sell your soul and and make a f- quick hundred hundred k, then do it. Yeah. But you are stuck to that contract, and so if they make you make music that you don't love, or if you're stuck in that contract for the next three years, not doing what you want to do, or not having your music play, or they block you because they have all that power. Yes. You can't come crying back because when you put you yourself were in that, s- you yeah. were willing to sell your soul for that. You know what I mean. Mm. So, as does does. I told you the sunshine and the rain is, is all friends, dog. Mm. I see you very like spiritually inclined. Like, was that from being like from a beginning, or yeah, like? Yeah, my granny was very spiritual, but I think, I think, um, I think it's it's more life for me. Oh, life. like lessons. No, I I I think I told you just now. It's it's the solitude thing. Yeah. The more time you spend with yourself, the more. The more you actually realize what's you you know what's real and what isn't real. Yeah. But if you, I was distracted by a lot of noise for a big part of my life, and I wasn't the way I am now. Mm. Not at all. By the furthest thing from it. If and then, um, you know what I mean. So now it's like um, because I'm I'm, I'm spending so much time alone. I'm, I meditate. I, I pray. I, yeah. I, you know, I spend a lot of time with myself. I, I watch, read a lot of books. I watch a lot of. Um, motivational speaking all those different things mm. it's like it's you have to feed the the brain and the spirit you know it doesn't just come everybody has that in them but you got to feed it so um yeah i think for me i'm, I'm only spiritual because i'm kind of opening up to that side of it i, see. I think everyone has it yeah um, i watched this interview of scoop on the old mcg episode and he was talking about like ancestors and everything mm. and that really hit me so i started watching I think last month I started watching like because I'm colored, so mm. I started watching documentaries about like Bushman and Koi San and everything, yeah. and that really hit home. So I was like, "That's beautiful." So it's just you have to be open to like connecting with like because we bro we spurred before we mm. any flash, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in the moment you realize that it's like you, your perspective in life changes a little bit. You don't have to go and preach it on the corner of Bri yeah. Street, but <laughs> I can guarantee you right now it's it's good for you to know at least. And it's crazy at one point in your life you look exactly like the person before you. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, I feel you. So that, it's the same person, but yeah, I feel you. Like you could probably look like your dad exactly. Like let's say maybe at three years old, you exactly. and your dad are identical. Exactly. If you take two pictures. I saw, I saw a picture of uh, when I was young of like my uncle. Yeah. And he, I, he, I looked just like him when he was like my age. And I was like, damn, bro. You see what I'm saying? You know, so I get you. I get you 100%. So then I'm like, I... Now that um, before I close this off, I just want to know with the music. I know we have a new single with yeah, a feature yeah, yeah. that we can't know about. We have, we look, we have a lot of music on the way, brother. Okay, so album. Are you going to drop single? No, nah, not yet. No, not or mixtape? Yeah, singles. 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 Right now, my energy is on singles because um, creatively it's very it's very flexible. Yeah, it's a lot. You know what I mean? I think albums require, or even tapes require a lot of energy and once you put like so much energy into like one tape, it really needs to be either received well enough for you to be like, all right, I can live off of this for like a few we- months. Mm-hmm. But as a single, it's like, oh, I dropped this last month. I can drop a new single next month. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I'm in the energy of high productivity. So I if I can drop a single every month, I'd be happy. All right, all right. Before we go, we go. What can the people expect from Shelton Forbes in 2022? Oh, man. I damn. know you have a mood, boy. Yes, we haven't I know you have like finished this year. Ah. It's basically done. Um, I think a lot of music. Yeah. Um, 
I think we can ex- definitely expect like the 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 stamp on R&B yeah. in South Africa 100%. Um you can expect um a lot more new melody um sessions you can expect Pop Pals Entertainment which is an entertainment TV show. Um you can expect um my production company with uh Don Bebe there. Um, culture like a creative doing much bigger but you see how many stuff you know what I mean so yeah. it's like I think it's more it's just exactly what we're doing right now just a, just another level up you know what I mean yeah. so um, the, the the strategy doesn't change um, we have a game plan we know exactly how many what we focused on how many things to do I think the, the aim 2022 is just to do it bigger and better yeah. so like I said I have a lot of things going on Yeah. you know so I don't have like external things that I'm focusing on I'm so focused on the own thing, our own things we're creating that internet comes from outside that's God yeah. because our energy is so focused on like what we're putting out and what we're doing so 2020 I think 2022 is going to be the exact same thing in terms of what we're doing I think it's definitely going to be just a level higher mm. whether it be the TV show I mean the music show being on TV whether it be my, my music rotating higher and more singles on radio mm. whether it be getting a few number ones you know what I mean whether yeah, it definitely, be yeah. um, our, our production company doing a bigger production or getting a super big retainer for like a, a record label so we can do music videos for, for, for artists like that's for Netflix, like doing stuff with Netflix. So I think yeah. for us, that's that's really the aim is to really go the highest level with this for 2022. So yeah. No, I appreciate you. My dog, thank, thank you, so you much, for man. coming. Thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you man. for coming. And there you have it, Scopia Radio Talks. We out. Can't be me, is it real? Can you?